The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why is shame such a powerful emotion? How does it affect us mentally, physically, emotionally? I'm Nadia Davis. I'm a mom, author, attorney, and kundalini yoga teacher who has experienced public shaming that brought me to my knees. On this podcast, I'm going to tell you how I'm living the work taking shame out of the shadows. I'll give you real-life advice and skills to take away with you throughout your day. You'll hear from powerful guests who have overcome trauma and emerged stronger than ever. You too can ban the shame within and around you. Join me. You are not alone. Hi, everyone. How are you? It's Nadia, and welcome home. Welcome to Home is Within You, where we drag shame out of the shadows and we transform it into power. What do I mean by that? I mean where we recognize it when it shows up in fears and judgments. We see what those fears and judgments are coming from. And then we heal. We heal that wound. Life becomes much easier, much more present, where we can choose love for ourselves and for each other. As promised, I said that I would do a series on core wounds to help others be able to recognize their own triggers, their own fear and judgment-based thoughts. So I encourage you to listen to episode one and two, where I give an overview of the work that I did using my life as a guinea pig for you, so others, so you can see maybe you have a fear of abandonment, rejection. Maybe that caused you to have a perfectionist style like I did. Maybe it caused you to have a love addiction where you bend over backwards to receive the love of another so much so that you end up harming yourself and losing all boundaries. 
please listen to episodes one and two because today I'm talking about the core belief, the core wound called fear of abandonment. Now, as I've been interviewing Dr. Stephen Polter and having discussions, he is a shame expert and he has helped me to understand that this fear, it's not like literal. I'm going to tell you in my experience, it's not a literal thought. It's just a general existence. And what I have learned is that it is shame-based because I learned shame is a secret belief that we feel defective. It's a belief ingrained from childhood, from no real healthy attachment, yet it's not necessarily just a fear. Over the last month or two, I have learned that shame is that belief, a belief an existence that we keep quote-unquote secret in us, that we feel incompetent, inferior, flawed. However it might show up for you, for me, it wasn't a literal thought. But for some reason or another, when I struggled with feelings, I didn't run to the loving arms of a parent or a sibling. I chose to keep those struggles from a very early age on hidden within me to not talk about it, to not put those feelings into words. And overall, it became this this fear that someone would find out I had the feelings I had the fears, that I had the judgments of self, all circling into an overall fear of abandonment. In episode one, I describe my parents' background and how their own survival skills were handed down, bless their hearts, and how their own trauma and ways of surviving in the world, um, dealing with the world, interacting with the world in a, my father, grin and bear it mode, a save the world workaholic who overcame multiple challenges. And then my mother, who grew up during World War II in Germany, very much so a seeking of approval from the outside, a perfectionist mothering where everything had to be in order. Yet I know today that both of them were merely crying for love in this life. And like all of us, anything that we do is either an act of love or a cry for it. So I ask you now, what do you want to create your life out of? 
that is what my therapist asked me. I sought and seek every day to create my life out of love, not fear and judgment. So I'm going to ask all of you to start there. What is love? What is to choose love? To choose love is soul. To choose love is to see that everybody is just doing the best they can with what was given to them in the infrastructure of their own head. If we remember that anything anyone does is either an act of love or a cry for love, we cannot judge others' behaviors unless they're sociopath. Then protect yourself as I have experienced. But other than that, think about it. Most things that people do is based in this fear of rejection, this longing for love, this fear of abandonment, longing for approval, to know you're worthy from everything outside you. Most of the actions are a cry for love. So let's learn how to choose love for others as well as for ourselves. Because that is how we transform our own shame and others' shaming of us into power. By first choosing love, we can create a calm and safe place within our own bodies and minds. I use breath work and I use a special spot in my room on the ground where I close my eyes on my large pillow so my butt's comfortable <laughs> and I breathe. I breathe in through my nose and I breathe out through my mouth, sometimes audibly if I'm really stressed out or anxious, like <sighs> sometimes that helps me. Now, alongside that, I have had many years of kundalini yoga training and am certified in level two, three different ones. And I teach it today, but that didn't happen overnight. I took kundalini yoga trainings to grow, to get closer to my soul and spirit, to return to my true self. You don't necessarily have to do that. Although I encourage any one out there to pick a hobby that is really self-loving, that is helping you to calm your mind, calm your body, breathe and create a home within you. When I can do that and choose love for myself, then I use everything I've learned in my trauma work. That is identifying these core beliefs and wounds. In episode one, I explain how those three beliefs 
a belief of a fear of abandonment, a belief of worthiness only through everything outside me and not an understanding that all I had to be was just me. That being me, being you is enough. Not the title, not the roles, not the to-do list. And also that we are not the opposite. We are not the names, labels, whatever people place on us. Not the alcoholic, the addict, the criminal, the infidel, whatever. No. We can connect to the truth of what we are, which is infinite beings, whole, divine, and complete, by first choosing love and then seeing how those core beliefs get triggered. You will recognize, as I recognize today, when fear and judgment show up in my mind, it is based on these core beliefs. What are your core beliefs? You don't need to go through years of trauma therapy or everything I went through to build a home within you and find some peace and calm in your body and mind. In general, most every living human being, because we are a spirit in a mind and a mind that survivalist in nature got us this far, most all of us have this fear of rejection or abandonment. It's the reason that we wake up in the morning and either beat ourselves up for not having done enough the day before or challenge ourselves to get a whole heck of a lot done in a certain day. It's the reason we dress up. It's the reason we present all put together. It's the reason we do anything. It's a fear of rejection and abandonment. So I felt vulnerable about opening up and sharing my feelings. Yet what we feel vulnerable about is what we have learned to feel shame about or in ourselves. Dr. Marissa Franco talks about. So if shame is a belief that we are defective, it is not just that we did something wrong, that we did something immoral. No. I know that now my fear of abandonment and rejection was based on this core belief that I was somehow defective. Now, I know from Dr. Stephen Polter that that came, again, bless their hearts, from a pattern of no healthy attachment. That if I don't have strong, it's not a thought, literal thought, but young, when we have strong, healthy connection and a sort of unconditional love and acceptance where no matter what, you know, you come, you, you were mad, you said a bad word to your sibling, you broke something. I don't remember doing that, but my kids used to, you know, where you can go to the parent and as you are and that they accept you. They don't say, you know, stupid, 
you should be ashamed um, nor love you any less. So when I didn't have that as a child, I believe that, I mean, it wasn't their fault. Seven kids, their own ways of surviving in the world. They are both, my parents are both amazing human beings and both of them are my heroes. But when bad things started to happen in my life, as I go through in episode one, a sexual inappropriateness, molestation, call it what it is, from a doctor as a child, and then kids in school making fun of the birthmark on my face and the color of my skin, it all kind of combined into this sub-psychological belief that I was flawed or something's wrong with me, reinforced by this lack of real human close emotional intimacy with a parent or sibling. If we don't have that with others, how do we know to create that within ourselves? Well, now you know, and home is within you and this podcast give you a roadmap to create that place of safety and calm within yourself. Because when we feel alone, when we're depressed, I isolated. You know, I it felt always like a constant sense of like being in a battle to prove my worth and lovability. And eventually that landed me in very self-harming behaviors such as addiction. First, it was alcoholism. When my father passed away, I began managing my depression with drinking. The person that I would cry with drinking, my best friend, then passed away pretty abruptly also a couple of years after that. Not knowing how to process those losses I became a workaholic and achieved and achieved and achieved multiple awards, helping to free a wrongfully convicted kid, up-and-comer senator, they said. And in that functioning mode, I had a near-death car accident where I experienced the only truth that matters, past, present, future, all combined into one I, I was in it, the inexplicable space where everything makes sense. But then, not breathing when found, another's breath was forced inside me. Thank goodness, because I had some souls to bring into this world. And I was IV'd to morphine for over a month. The messages then were the same as in childhood. You are just a body, you are thoughts. None of this is literal. We're digging into core beliefs, those just kind of ingrained in our operation as human beings. Our operation is to prove our worth with everything outside us, not that we have an innate worthiness 
And so in this mode of proving my worth, after the near-death car accident, 22 broken bones, unable to walk, the same core beliefs and messages entered right back into my head. You are not only damaged, you are not only dirty because you're brown, but now you're disabled. And the fears of abandonment only got stronger. I explained the road from there on out of my journey 10 years from that point prior it was 19 July of 1999 to 13 years after 13 years struggling in this core belief and fear of abandonment Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. All of these patterns carried me through entering an unhealthy marriage, the unhealthy marriage, and then another incident where the cry for love, the the longing to fill the hole within my heart, the longing for healthy attachment was taken advantage of in an intimate relationship. My husband and I separated, and I turned to Kaiser for help with my drinking and mental health. Met somebody there. They took pictures when we were intimate that I was unaware of or high. And the press got a hold of them. The person had been threatening me with blackmail if I did not respond to him. And... I was assaulted when confronting verbally this person about what I was so confused was happening. And instead of covering a real human struggle, they made it a sex and drug scandal. The fall in 2012 from being an elected county supervisor to today, to when I released the book, was a 10-year journey. Seven years focusing on everything outside me. Fulfill the sentence. You know, get your signature card signed. Prove you're a good mom. Prove you're a good wife. Prove your worth. Prove you're not disabled. Prove you're not flawed. Prove. Go, 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 go. Running to stand still. It is that space that I see so many people suffering in. 
because we don't understand how our mind works. To summarize, and I'm still going to share a lot, but to just have a recap of what has been said up until now, we're talking about choosing love for self in order to be able to give that to others. Choosing love for self by sitting and breathing and calming your mind enough that you observe your thoughts. We can't shut them off. That's shame coming in if you beat yourself up, and I do all the time. But at least I'm aware. When we see those fear and judgment-based thoughts, we can dive deeper and say, what core belief, what core wound is this coming from? I encourage you that if there is one, to work with a therapist. If you can't afford that, write. I did both. Write about that core wound. Write about that childhood experience and let the tears fall out. I can't encourage that enough because that's the beginning of nurturing the little boy or little girl within you. That is where you can build healthy attachment to your true self and create that home within you. As a child, not having a healthy attachment with myself or with a parent outside me, it felt lonely, scary, and I would hide in the closet. I, this is what I wrote explaining this childhood general feeling kind of memory. Throughout my life, I found myself there in a heartbeat. So I am going to read this to you and I encourage you to really explore, explore your head. Don't be afraid of the thoughts because remember you're choosing love. This is what creating a home within me allowed me to find, to discover were the thoughts is the core feeling that came throughout my adult life. Here we go. I am in her little body sitting on the floor in the closet. The wheeled doors are on my left. Wall is on my right, laundry room on the other side. I bury my head in my arms and wrap them around my knees. It feels safer to be alone and not say a thing. I don't know what to do with this inside me. What is it? What do I call it? Discuss it them, him, or me. The feelings are fleeting yet scatter all around. It's so very hard to decipher where and what the truth is. The fear and aloneness are so potent, my foundation for living in this world. She can hear the sounds outside and a lot is going on, but no one knows what, where, or who she really is. Do they see me? Can they hear me? No, it's better to just hide. What would I say? I can't explain it, so I'll just keep it all inside. I don't think, feel, or speak anymore. This is just how it is. It must be the truth. It must be you. Because I don't know anything else. 
It's just a place I am at in my body or see myself at times. Sometimes it's not me. It's little Nadia I look upon. Sometimes the opposite. She looks at me from outside. It's not by choice. I don't like it. The hole inside my heart begs to be filled. With what? I don't know where, who to turn to, or what to say. Here, it is at least familiar. I know what to expect. I'm in control and will stay alone. All by myself this way. That core belief, that type of thinking, that shame as Dr. Stephen Polter defined, that I was defective because I had feelings, turned into a fear of abandonment and this longing for love in unhealthy ways by saving others, saving the world, and not seeing the signs of an unhealthy person in relationships. That carried me throughout my adult life, through that assault, through the first years of recovery. Sober, yes. Emotionally sober, no. Resulting in several alcohol relapses. Now, that is the core wound. That is the core fear the core belief that I have to stay on top of today because it is a joy and a blessing. There is no fear. There is only grounding in this home within. I have love for that person. I have love for the way that their own disease sits with them their own fears, their own judgments. I have love for myself. I know that all of that happened to become even more aware of the very topic of this podcast, this solo podcast today. This fear of abandonment that is based on this core unnecessary belief of defectiveness. When we can see that our truth is our truth and we chose love, we chose trust, even if we fumbled to trust in the beginning, if love wasn't given in return, we know we have it within us. So I am proud that I loved, that I trusted. I am so very much looking forward to giving love and to trusting with heightened awareness of this fear of abandonment, this belief. Every one of us has this core belief it kind of drives humankind, right? My therapist taught me how relationships are really opportunities to heal. And so I am grateful 
I am so grateful that I had that experience because it triggered this core wound and belief and more layers are lifted. Every time that we are triggered, if we do this work, we will know what core belief is coming up. We dedicate ourselves. I dedicated myself to take the time on my own to dive deeper. I really dove into that fear of abandonment, that core belief, and lifted more layers. All the entire year, last year has been lifting more and more layers. So we don't have to fear relationships. We don't have to fear trusting and love because we dedicate ourselves to setting aside that time to understand the core belief that will lend lift more layers and more revelations will come about how our mind creates these fears and judgments based on these beliefs, ultimately separating us from our true selves and each other. I do not allow fears and judgments to separate me from others, but I do know how to set boundaries now. I am working with my sponsor. This is so cool too. This overlaps with some step work. And so in step one, we learn we are powerless, yet it's not just powerless over alcohol. It's powerless over people, places, and things. Yet in my step work, I learned how to prevent unmanageability. So we see it, we're powerless and our life has become unmanageable is the step. We are powerless over alcohol and our life has become unmanageable. Now, I worked on knowing my emotional, psychological limitations over the last year, year and a half, so much so with my sponsor. And interestingly, that relates to practicing step two. Now, step two is came to believe that a higher power could restore us to sanity. My sponsor asked, well, what is sanity? What is restoration to it? So that applies both to the disease and being triggered to drink when we know it will result in bad consequences or unhealthy consequences or wreckage, more likely. It also applies to an obsession of the mind about people, places, and things. So step work allowed me to see this is in God's hands, put it there, let go, don't react. I then could dive deeper into the core wounds and the triggers that were an opportunity. It was an experience of an opportunity to lift more layers. I also learned that these should have, could haves um, sh- should, you know, write four articles, should do eight solo podcasts in a month, should do a whole bunch of stuff that I expect of myself because that's all part of the fear of abandonment. All this workaholism, this grin and bear it, that also relates to step two. It's a insanity of the mind to be obsessed with fulfilling 
all of these things that I put upon my shoulders that all of us put upon our shoulders. So knowing my limitations and then knowing when I get into this belief, this thinking that I should be doing something, that overlaps with the trauma work and what is firing it, what is motivating the belief. So I encourage you to, again, think about what core beliefs that you might have from childhood. After you do so, you can listen to episode two, where I review how that core wound, that core belief showed up as an adult woman. Today, I am living the work by being aware of that core belief, being aware of when it is triggered, by also being aware of my limitations for emotional and psychological triggers. None of that would be possible without finding and creating a home within me. Choose love. Love does not judge or fear. It sees the innocence in everyone's actions, including our own. The innocence that we are crying for love when we're in pain, when we reach for a drink, when we reach out to others for help, when we text others in relapse. It is all merely a cry for love. Choose love and not judgment, not breaking the 12 traditions of the program, gossiping, and just breeding fear. I stand for the program, any 12-step program, and I also stand for doing the deeper trauma healing by following the steps that I just laid out. Shame will be banned when your character defects come up. Don't We won't feel shame. We'll know their source from a childhood core belief. It will enable you to be that much more honest with yourself and with a sponsor. That much more empowered to prevent the obsessive thinking for a drink, obsessive thinking about another person. That is choosing love. Our mind, sometimes I call it our ego, our identity, is survivalist in nature and just wants us to fear and to judge ourselves and each other. So please, choose love listen to the first two podcast episodes, and also get your free band shame tip sheet that has 10 different mantras that I compiled over my years of recovery from trauma and addiction, all in one place for you. You can get it on my website, www.nadia-davis.com, as well as a lot of other offerings, okay? The audiobook is on sale, and I am sending a load of warm hugs. Okay. Check out also 
the Books to Prisoners program and donate a copy of Home is Within You for an incarcerated individual, especially a parent, on their recovery journey. We do recover. Love you. And welcome home. Of a flame that never dies. You are not alone. If you are dealing with shame and trauma, please reach out to me through my website, nadia-davis.com. You can get a free band shame tip sheet and find out about upcoming events. I'd love it if you picked up my book, Home is Within You, wherever books are sold. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, leave a review, and make sure to follow me on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sending warm hugs. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.